0: I'm Kate and I'm Jessie and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I almost want to take a look at what I have and maybe reset and reclarify what my content pillars are so that for the rest of Q4 and entering Q1 I'm just a little more aligned.
1: Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 95. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We would love to know what you think.
1: For today's episode, we're kind of going to do like um, a live brainstorming session and looking at the content pillars for Jesse's brand, which is Jesse Wyman Photography. And we're very excited to, I'm really excited to dive into it because Jesse is one of the best um, visions of her brand of any small business owner that I know. And she's kind of been an inspiration to me in how I crafted my own brand. But oh, before we get you. into that, <laughs> what's well, true? Uh, what are you drinking today, Jesse? What did you do to get ready for this this well, brainstorm.
0: Considering we are going to actually be doing some hardcore thinking and brainstorming, I figured I would just drink water today. <laughs> save the save the booze mm-hmm. for later.
1: Probably a good idea, even <laughs> though we did kind of come up with the idea. Well, you came up with this the idea for this podcast over some cocktails, so
0: yes, yeah. No, I think mm-hmm. that that
1: really does work out for you. So, okay, well, let's let's get right into it. Yeah, tell us what's been going on.
0: So, I would say in the past couple months, maybe the past couple quarters, I've been feeling a little off with creating content, even though we talk a lot about this and we have some amazing guests on our show that really have given us some amazing tips and uh, strategies for content creation. But uh, I've been struggling with feeling aligned with my content. And I feel that way because I feel like it's not really relating back to uh, anything strategic. Um, And so, what I was thinking is that I almost want to take a look at what I have and maybe reset and reclarify what my content pillars are. Um, and so that for the rest of Q4 and entering Q1, I'm just a little more aligned and I have a better strategy for my content creation. So, what I did, um, you know couple last week or a couple weeks ago, whenever we decided to do this was I went to Google and I found some resources to start thinking about this and the idea of content pillars and, you know, how to sort of tackle this. But um, there's a ton of information out there. So I figured why not have uh, Kate sort of Walk us through real quick what content pillars are, and then we're going to jump into some of my initial ideas for my new content pillars.
1: Which I'm so excited to hear. So, okay, well, content pillars or content buckets or whatever you really, you know, whatever you really want to call them, brand pillars, they're three to five topics for your brand or business that you discuss in depth, Um, They kind of what your content centers around. They help you stay focused on creating content, so it's relevant for your audience as well as their needs. So you can like, you can answer questions, solve a problem for them, which is ultimately what you want to be doing these days as a content creator. They also help you to develop a strong brand voice and you can stay consistent with your brand's messaging. That's mm-hmm. going to help you build that trust, that know, like, and trust factor that you, Jesse, have um, done so well, but also establish your authority on a topic. So mm-hmm. people know, like, okay, if I want to go, if I want to do a Boston branding photographer. I'm going to go to Jesse uh, or whatever you are an expert in. They give you clarity around your niche, your messaging and your target audience. And they kind of they support your overall goals. And that can be anything that can be uh, growing your audience, selling a project product. uh, If you are a uh, online business or whatever. And also gain clients, which, of course, is what Jesse would like to do. It also helps you to maximize your content strategy, which is what Jesse has been talking about having somewhat of an issue with not being very strategic, as well as your marketing plan. And that's when you're creating content that fits into these uh, little buckets. So first off, Jesse, before we even get into that, what for a branding photographer, right? Yeah. Um, What do you think? like what do you think your brand pillars are should like how did you Well I would get... say
0: I would say let's let's back up to what I had I know a few years okay. ago um I think that would probably Always be a good place good, to yeah. start which which you know they were they were not necessarily set in stone and meant to be overly prescriptive but I did have something before which was really um about and I had like four things that I typically talk about so I guess we could call these our buckets or the content pillars so I typically talk about my clients pain uh pains or problems um, so these are issues and challenges that they would have in their head, whether they're like, just mindset issues, or like limiting beliefs, or, you know, things that would hold them back from working with me. Um, so those pains and problems, and then I would also have a bucket for my clients values, um, you know, things like they value their time off, they value making their life easier from a business perspective. So another content pillar was talking about my client's values. Another content pillar that I had was like my why and my values. And then another one was like my weird. And the weird came about years ago, I listened to a podcast, and I might have even mentioned it on this podcast. Um, uh, And I should recall what that podcast was, because that episode was actually really great. And talking about how your weird is sometimes uh, a memorable thing about your brand that people come back to. So I would say I'm not necessarily, first of all, it was great that I looked back at this because it helped me like, oh yeah, I did kind of have a strategy in place, but I do feel like I'm going to fine tune this, maybe rework it a little bit. So some of it is going to be the same, but I'm kind of thinking I want to retitle it and structure it a little bit differently. So, um, does that make sense? How did, how, like from your perspective, how did those, how have those been coming across in my content?
1: No, I, I would agree with you. Um, I, you know, as, as the person who writes, you know, your blog posts, um, who also, you know, worked on your, the brand photographer method when that was alive and well, Mm um, I, have always felt like you were true to your these content pillars um when i see a post on you of you um that you put on instagram it always has something to do with kind of answering an faq which could you know go for the pain points problems um my why and my values, you always talk about, and especially when you were doing more of the brand photographer method, you always were talking about, you know, you gave up wedding photography and family photography because you wanted to spend time with your family, which was happening on the weekends and you were missing out. Um and I think that that a lot of people can, you know, even if you're not a brand photographer or any kind of photographer, um, people can relate to that, especially entrepreneurs, because we do tend to just work anytime at all that we can get. You're weird. Well, we all know <laughs>
0: my weird was my dachshund and my dachshund is in dachshund heaven now. So. <laughs> but, you
1: know, you still have that connection with him and you still love dachshunds and you know, I don't think your weird necessarily has to be like a weird thing and t- you're you're calling it your weird and I totally I think that's catchy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I got stuff like that, that I'm kind of really into, you you know, me, I'm into like Disney and Halloween and all that, you know, anything pink, you know? So we all have these, these weird things that aren't necessarily weird. We're just so into them that it can kind of seem like, whoa, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, a little too much about this, or you're a little too into this. Um, maybe the, maybe the one question that I have is the values for clients one,
0: right? Maybe explain
1: which, that a little bit more to me.
0: So that would have been creating content that aligned with my clients' so values what they want to see, things that they value, mm-hmm, um, okay, that they can relate to. A good example I would use for this would be uh, a client may come to me and say, you know, I really value my time. And I really value spending time with my family. And I really value um, taking care of my own clients. And so I would speak to things like that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, valuing time. Okay. You know, how do we how do we save time? How do we set boundaries? How do we schedule things? Um, you know, talking about family, which kind of overlaps a lot with my values. So again, this is where I feel like I want to rework this a little bit. So, mm-hmm. so some of this stuff isn't necessarily going away, but I feel like I have a few more, a few buckets that I've identified or a few pillars that I've identified that I think are going to be a little bit more structured and a little bit more clear. And then the, I guess you could call the subtopics underneath that are a little bit more, um, Defined. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So all right. So, okay. So for example, um, one of my content uh pillars is going to be entrepreneurship. And this is kind of talking about this would kind of encompass like my my clients' values as well, because a lot of my clients are entrepreneurs. So speaking about entrepreneurship and the subtopics underneath that would be talking about content creation, you know, maybe sharing more episodes. Um from cocktails and content creation on my own brand and repurposing that content a little bit more because that is important to a lot of my clients. They are also entrepreneurs having to create content, uh, time management. Again, I mentioned that. So this is kind of, again, just having a little bit more clarity, um, tech tips, you know, I'm really big into tech. And so regularly finding ways to save time or use tech to make my life easier. Um, and then I had one more written down and I can't read my own handwriting. How bad is that? Um, so I think entrepreneurship is going to be like a new topic that's going to encompass some of the other things. Just be a little mm-hmm. bit, like you said, more defined. Okay. Um, and so then the other pillar is going to be like, and again, these are spitballing titles, but i was thinking it would be photo shoot prep. Um, And this would be sort of those pain points and problems. This would encompass a lot of that where we talk about um, how to plan your shoot, whether it's thinking about shot ideas. How do we come up with shot ideas? How do we tie that back to your brand to ensure everything is going to uh, work for you in the end? Um, Outfits, how do we plan outfits? How do we think about locations? What makes sense? So all things photo shoot, prep, and really getting more defined within those uh, subtopics on things like location outfits, uh, shot ideas. Um, Another pillar that I'm thinking is um, talking a little bit more about confidence. Um, And this, I think, is going to be encompassing of both like the top, like behind the camera, like if you're in front of the camera, confidence for the camera, but also just confidence. And it might overlap with entrepreneurship too, confidence in your business. Um, but when it comes specifically to photography, I'm thinking sharing a little bit more imposing. I really don't talk a lot about that I'm realizing. And um, I think that that is something that comes up a lot. Um, And then again, back to sort of the entrepreneurship things like staying in your lane. I talk a lot about that and how I do that. Not trying to compare yourself to others and building your own brand or business. Um, So those are just a couple of topics. And again, that one I do feel like might need a little bit of tweaking. And then the last pillar that I have identified is lifestyle slash family. Um, And this would be kind of like my why and my values and my weird all combined. (laughs) Into <laughs> one, because the subtopics would be like you know dachshund stuff, which I'm still obsessed with, and you know I'm sure at some point we will get another dachshund. Um, my husband, who is a big part of my life, obviously <laughs> he's the other half, um, and then just our lifestyle. You know I'm very active. I love to be outside. We do the mountain biking. Um, I you know have been swimming a little bit more. Just talking about lifestyle in general and what I do with my free time. And that sort of ties back to a value of mine is giving yourself time back through scheduling and working your day in a way that is, you know, giving you that lifestyle that you want. Why did you become an entrepreneur? A lot of people are like, oh, I wanted more time to myself. And then you find that you're an entrepreneur and you have a lot less time than you thought you would. But working on that, always a work in progress.
1: Okay. I took notes. I don't know, they might be able to hear what I was typing as I was going along because I am hearing this all for the first time. So, just like everybody else. So, okay, with entrepreneur, I first off, the first thing I want to ask before we get into this. Do you think and I'm not saying that you're giving up on on the whole like, you know, real, like um getting that no like and trust factor because I know you're always finding new clients, but do you think because you have built a brand that people have really come to know like and trust that you can kind of get more specific into the other stuff? Do you think that that's part of it? Do you think that you could have done this back when you first started?
0: So I think that's a really good question. I think that when you're first starting your business, you may not have the audience base to really understand um that's a good point. Or define really what your business is at first. I mean, again, yeah. I, it took me years to figure out that I wanted to do brand photography. So I mm-hmm. do think that this is like an, an evolving process, but I do think that you want to start somewhere. And I always, you know, I don't always say, but but I, I think if you start at a very like higher level with just like kind of what I did with, yeah. you know, the pain points, um, you know, talking about your client's values, figuring out at least from the few clients you've had, even if you have just started out. Yeah talking about that. And then your why, maybe you don't have a weird, but maybe just talking about your why. I think those are sort of some really easy sort of content pillars to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then,
1: you know, Get and- deeper into it as you go going along, because I think it's important to note that you're, you know, we're talking about this now you've been in business for with your brand photography business. You've been doing this for over four years. Mm-hmm. You started your portfolio build in like summer of 2018. Um, So, but you've been in photography business since 2012.
0: Ish, yeah. Yeah, I I, I picked the camera back up in like 2011 and
1: then- I know, yes, I was one of the first people that you did that with. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, So, you know, this is important to note that you have been in business for, you know, over 10 years and you have been a brand photographer for over four years. It's important for people to note that you are- your brand pillars your content pillars can change over time and i think it is a great idea that you're kind of getting more specific because you are learning more about your business i think you're also learning more about your clients um you're not necessarily throwing spaghetti at the wall anymore you know what they're reacting to well you know what um what you know you're not selling them lines you actually have the the ability to to know what they need and what you can provide them, so, and maybe that wasn't entirely fleshed out when you first started. No, So exactly. I think that this is a really great um, thing to note that you just you have figured out more of your of not only not only what your clients want, but also what you want out of your business and what you kind of want to project to those clients.
0: Right. Um, so I think, I think to keep this episode short, I think I just want to touch upon just a couple of examples maybe of how this mm-hmm. can actually translate to content. Yeah. So I'll give a couple of examples and then I think, uh, I think that'll probably wrap well, up.
1: First off, I think yeah. there, it's all, it all looks good. Okay. It all looks well, good. I think it's always... interesting that they over, they, some of the stuff overlaps, but I don't think that's a bad thing at right. all.
0: Right. And if it, you know, once I tie it all together, once I finalize these, we can always give an update, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think it all sounds really good. Yeah. So for example, let's do, um, the, if I wanted to create content on entrepreneurship, so Mm -hmm. time management, Mm -hmm. I, I love talking about time management, even though I'm not an expert in time management, (laughs) none of us um, are. But for example, actually, we've done um, a blog post on this before, how yeah. I use like a, a planner and how I plan out my weeks and my days. We um, can link that up in the show notes. Exactly. And so I could create content on, you know, three, three, three simple ways to plan out your day that is easy and simple or something like that. Like that is a very high level, like title of a piece of content that I could then create, that could be a blog post, or it could be an Instagram post, or I don't really do reels, but it could also be, I don't know, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And then let's see, what else would I talk about? Um, So for confidence, um, you know, some of this, again, will overlap with entrepreneurship, but let's think about the idea of posing. So because that can
1: also overlap with photo shoot prep, too.
0: Right. Which is great. And a lot of people actually think that posing is almost uh, a thing that can solve a confidence issue. But I've been thinking about it a little bit differently. And that confidence can actually help your pose be better. And almost when you totally like when you start to have um, when you start believing in yourself, it's going to Mm -hmm. show through the way your body positioning is showing the way you're interacting with the camera. So I might be able to create a Instagram post that says, you know, how confidence will it will impact your pose. And I might want to give a couple of examples. But then there are certain posing, I want to say tricks that photographers have up their sleeves. But there's certain things that I've done to work with clients to make the image a little more flattering for them, whether it's shooting at a higher um, angle, whether it's having them adjust, you know, their, the tilts of their head or look a certain way. There are certain things that I've done. So and what this is doing is not telling someone like, oh, you need to do this pose because sometimes it doesn't always work on everybody. But what it's telling them is that I will work with them to find mm-hmm. the positioning or the head tilt that works best for them. So those are just a few examples on how I can create content now, backing up to my content pillars and subtopics.
1: Well, I, you know, it's funny when you approached me for this episode, I was like, "Oh, so we're gonna like rework it all." You basically came here with like a you know a fleshed out plan. Well,
0: kind of. I mean, it's I would say I I still do need to tweak it. There's a couple things that I'm not like. There's one I can't even like read my handwriting, but we like that so um maybe next quarter maybe q1 uh, we can check in on these these new
1: content pillars and see how you're doing
0: exactly
1: i know that after (laughs) after so guys the plan was that we would do a back-to-back episode where we'd also we'd next analyze my content pillars i am not nearly as ready as jesse is so i think we might save that recording day for another day Mm -hmm. uh We might might do it back to back, but I think I need a little time to think this out because you've completely blown my mind here. I think everything sounds like I mean, I know you on a personal level as well as a professional level. Everything sounds like you. It sounds polished. It sounds great. I see a couple of places where you could do, you know, a little work on things. But I think it's just because you haven't even discovered some of the great stuff you help people with in terms of photo shoot props. Right. You know, because that also ties back to confidence. You know, you when you prep them, you give them the confidence that you're going to, as you said, you're going to do whatever you can to get a great shoot for them. And right. that's so important. To, and that and that ties back to the no like, and trust factor that you want. Right. Right. Um, all right. Well, yeah, this is this is I'm really going to have to think about this. All right. Well. Now that you guys have a, have an idea of what Jesse's going to be doing, we'll have to follow up with her next quarter, and we'll be excited to hear how she's doing with those. I think you did a great job, Jesse. Thank Good you. Job. All, All right. right. Thanks for listening to cocktails and content creation. Our little mini, um, not even mini, brain. What is this called? Brainstorming. Brainstorming <laughs> session. Okay, maybe I need t- time to also relax make sure to join our facebook group cocktails and content creation community and you can email us cocktails at gmail.com i'm kate andrews and you can follow me on instagram where i'm going to work on my content pillars at fashionably and and i'm
0: jesse wyman you can follow me on instagram at jesse wyman photos and make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of cocktails and content creation until then cheers to your next cocktail and happy content
1: creating